0: Hi everyone, my name is Tanya Valentin, and welcome to the When She Wakes, She Will Move Mountains podcast, based on the book by the same name, where I guide you through five steps to reconnecting with your wild, authentic inner queen. If you are looking to be inspired by honest, wholehearted conversations about womanhood, motherhood, growing older, spiritual awakenings, feminine leadership, and everything in between, then you are in the right place. To find out more about my book or to get transcriptions of the episodes, please go to my website, com. Hello, welcome to this episode of When she wakes, she will move mountains. Today, I want to talk about perimenopause. Um, The stage of life that all women go through from around 35 years old. Now, I am 46, and so I'm firmly on my way towards menopause right now and this can be an incredibly emotional confusing sometimes an overwhelming time of our life and i want you to think back to the last time you felt if this is you the last time you felt so emotional so confused and overwhelmed in life. And it was probably when you were a teenage girl. That's right. Perimenopause is what some health professionals call our second puberty. Now, the difference being, um, there's a lot of similarities between our first puberty and our second puberty being you know hormone fluctuations the, the fact that our brain shuts down for repairs and totally rebuilds itself um, the fact that we you know we're having all these changes in our body and our hormones that we start feeling quite emotional and also that both of these times are really high risk times for things like depression, anxiety and eating disorders. Now there are a lot of physical medical sort of symptoms that go with both of these stages and I'm not a doctor or a naturopath or any type of medical professional but what I did want to talk to you today about was the emotional and mental impact that this stage of our life can have on us. Um, you know, I know for myself that this has been a, t- a really, really tough time, and made even tougher by the fact that there isn't a lot of information out there. A lot of the time, we've—I I, know—I felt like I was going crazy, like I was broken, like you know there w- there had to be some sort of medical thing that was wrong with me right down to you know the identity crisis or spiritual awakening that i started going going through probably about 5 or 6 years ago now i've i've written a blog called is it a midlife crisis or a Sp- spiritual awakening um, which is available on my blog, and I'll pop a link to that in the bottom of this podcast. But basically, what happens to us at this time of our life is, and it's the same as when we were um, teenagers, is we, st- we arrive at a place of our life where we, you know, when we were a teenager, we sort of had that rush of independence We started looking at our parents and our family and we realized that they were fallible. We realized that we didn't have to believe everything that they believed and that we could exert our independence. And the same thing happens for us when we reach this second puberty stage of our life. Um, our first puberty is preparing us for fertility, for, um, you know, that our physical body is able to have children. But our second puberty actually has no physiological, um, reason or benefit for it. Um, men don't go through the same thing. They, um, you know, they're able to be fertile right up until, you know, old age. Um, Other mammals do not have the same, um, you know, go through the same stage, other female mammals. Human mammals, human beings are the only um, mammals that actually go through perimenopause and menopause. And I like to think that perhaps it is, just one little thing, you know, one one little invitation for us to be able to perhaps come home to ourselves. Now, lots of you women who are listening to this would know what I'm talking about, you know, that, that feeling when you sort of perhaps hit your mid-30s, early 40s, and you just, you feel like there has to be more to your life. Um, it's like this little light goes off in your head and you you just can't you can't shut it down. There's this real urgency. I have to do more. Um, and you all of a sudden you start getting epiphanies, you start seeing synchronicities. and you you start to to change. You, not just in your body, but the, but in your thinking. In the way that you see yourself, and the way that you see life, and you re- start to rediscover yourself and to exert some of your independence again, has this happened for you? I can't be the only one, surely. I'd love to know what you think. Um, you can you can message me through um, this podcast if you are listening through Spotify or Anchor. FM let me know let me know if this is you know what what you've been going through too um I'm gonna stop and have a a wee drink of water and we'll be back after this message hey it's Tanya here so many women reach a point in their life where they look in the mirror and they don't even recognize the woman standing in front of them anymore. Where they reflect on their life and they think, wow, there has to be more. There has to be more to my precious one and only life. And then they start searching, start searching for things outside of themselves to complete them to save them, and without realizing that they are already whole, they are already complete, they already have everything inside of themselves to be their very own hero, their very own queen. This was certainly my own experience and something I write about in my book, When She Wakes, She Will Move Mountains. I wrote this book not only to share my story, but to offer you hope and to offer you real concrete, tangible tools and things that you can do to move yourself from powerless nameless maiden to your own awakened queen if this is something that resonates with you please buy my book when she wakes she will move mountains available on amazon and please follow me on goodreads So one of the reasons that I feel um, we go through this this particular stage in our life is that it is an invitation for us to undergo a rite of passage, um, an awakening, spiritual awakening. Now, I've written in my blog: um, Is it a midlife crisis or a spiritual awakening? I define what a spiritual awakening is, and it's different for different people. Um, if you speak to my daughter Maddie, she's she says it's when your third eye, eye chakra opens for the first time. Um, I I tend to think it is, you know, when we. Start to wake up from our dream of domestication, which I talk about in my book, When She Wakes, She Will Move Mountains. You know, we've been sort of fed this dream of our society, this way that we have to be, this way that, you know, we're expected to be. And we start to wake up from that dream. We start to realize that we actually are powerful in our own right that we can have whatever life it is that we want to have and we start to access more of our higher order archetypes now most of us have been led to believe that we can just have access to the two archetypes we can we can either be the maiden forever youthful, naive, giving her power to, um, you know, other people, um, striving to fit in, um, you know, waiting for something or somebody outside of herself to come along and rescue her so she could live happily ever after. This idea that we always have to stay beautiful and young and youthful. That's all part of the maiden. Or we have been told that, yep, but we can be the mother. So, you know, and the hallmarks of the mother is to be selfless, overgive, have no life of her own. She just lives to serve others and to look after and raise her children. Those are the two archetypes that we, our society says it's okay for us as women to have. But there are five other archetypes that we have access to as well. The first one being the huntress. And this is one that really starts awakening in us when we are going through our first puberty and our second puberty. This is our sense sense of independence, our self-reliance, that feeling of going out into the world and you know, the world being your oyster, carving your own um, your own path, being really mission focused on a goal. And we can, you know, we use this particular archetype or she's activated on us when we, um, you know, when we work, when in our careers, we feel her a lot. Um, And she is one of the ordinary world archetypes. Um, You know, she's probably one of our most masculine um, archetypes as well. But the other archetypes that really get activated in us certainly during our first puberty and our second puberty is the wild woman now the wild woman is our untamed selves it is the self that you know really helps us to focus in would helps us to heal to do that shadow work to um really tune into who we are authentically and gives us the courage to go out there and to be that authentic self. She takes all our stories, our beliefs, our bullshit, and just puts it all into a fire, burns it, and it's ashes. And out of those ashes, we, we rise. Now, That can be quite a chaotic force in our life. The wild woman is fire. And when we've had her trapped for such a long time, when she gets out into our life, she can be extremely pissed off. She can be that sort of slash and burn archetype. And this is why sometimes we're very frightened of her because she is going to she is going to cause transformation and change in our lives so it is really important when we activate especially during our second puberty because we have children who are looking up to us we have relationships that we also activate our wise woman now our wise woman is our old energy she is our intuition our objectivity our strategy and it is really important that we activate her earthy grounded qualities so that she can offset the wildness of our wild woman Um, i think about um you know the book woman who run with wolves and the story that clarissa um pinkola estes talks about with the the red shoes i don't know if any of you have read it but you know that hans christian anderson um, fairy tale of the um the girl who had the red shoes had the red, red shoes taken away from her and then went out and you know, tricked her blind mother or her blind adopted mother to buying her some more red shoes. And because she wasn't allowed the red shoes, she, when she, she, she used to sneak the red shoes onto her feet. And eventually the red shoes, because they were enchanted, all she could do was dance and dance and dance and dance. And eventually it created havoc and chaos in her life. So we don't want our, our red shoes, um, the things that we haven't allowed ourselves to have in our life, we don't want them to take over us. So we need that wise woman. We need to be able to tune into and trust our intuition. The other thing that quite often happens during this, um, this awakening time is that us as midlife moms, we quite often have teenage daughters in our homes um, who are going through their first puberty. And so this is also a really important reason why we need to have access to that wise woman. Because we need to be able to show our daughters the path and if we don't know the path if we can't be the example of that um in our own lives then we we can't be there that, that important wise wise woman mother role for our daughters to show them the way to initiate them into this really important wise woman um wisdom so That is just a little bit about the archetypes and how they play out in our spiritual awakening. Um, On my website, um, www.tanyavalentinaauthor.com, I do have some blogs there, and I'll pop them into the comments of this podcast. Um, One is around the one that I mentioned. Is it a midlife crisis or a spiritual awakening? And the other one is around the five stages of spiritual awakening um, that you can that you can access. I've also just made a free online masterclass um, available um, and I will pop the links to that as well in the comments. Um, so a free woman's wisdom um Women's Archetype Wisdom online course which gives you a really great background about these particular archetypes, how they influence your life, the shadow archetypes as well as a ritual at the end of how you can embody um, these different archetypes and and activate them um, so that you're controlling them and they're not controlling you. So if this has been um, useful for you, Um, if you've had a few aha moments or you feel a little bit um, curious I'd love it if you use the message function of this podcast and you message me tell me what's been going on for you Um, let me know if you want to be on my show Um, I'd love it I'd love it if you could to interview some some listeners and find out your own experience Um, yeah and you know, please keep on, um, keep on messaging me. Keep on interacting. I'm really loving your feedback. You have been listening to the latest episode of When She Wakes, She Will Move Mountains with me, Tanya Valentin. For the blogs mentioned in this podcast episode and full transcripts, Please go to www.tanyavalentinauthor.com.